0: Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White. So uh, welcome back, everyone, to the show. We were going to live remote uh, from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and we are back in the wonderful city of Richmond, Virginia. Um, we had a wild ride we we had this live remote and we were doing it on facebook Uh, but I am I am glad to be back into my comfort zone. Yeah, i'm glad to be back here So, um, i'm curious. Why do some people have such big egos? I have just recently Ran into so many people that think so highly of themselves. They are literally reading their own press releases And uh, I can't help but to think when I meet these people Is that me too? Is is I hope no one is saying that uh, about me. I was
0: going to say, is this a uh, present company excluded? Uh,
1: don't get me started. Um, <laughs> they're 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 well oh, anyway. Um, we were talking. Don't you love when you're having conversations with people like? It's a, it's a um, it, me and you conversation, see your way out of it. And then now our audience all of a sudden is seeing their way out of our conversation that we are having <laughs> earlier. Um, so many of us are surrounded by people like this. And even more important, if they are a spouse or a boss or a coworker or even a friend, uh, if you have a success story on how you've been able to handle a personality like this, give us a call at 804-454-1366. Uh, because it's an important and valuable to our audience to to hear about some of these these successes you've had dealing with people with big egos, because that's what we're going to talk about today. People that think so highly of themselves that they literally can't talk about themselves. And the reason it's such an important topic is they can be a time waster. They can, um, uh, especially if we are managing this person or, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago, what if they're our spouse and we have to deal with this. This is um, uh, funny, when we went to Facebook this week uh, on the question, why do some people, or, or how do you handle know-it-alls? A woman on there said, I, I married one. I use noise counseling headphones. So we, we know you're out there. We, we know you're having to deal with this stuff. Uh, or, or maybe, just maybe, you are that person and you know you've got a big ego. You know you're that guy. And maybe you uh, say to yourself every once in a while, well, I just can't help myself.
0: I am who I am. I like me, and you know what? I'll give I'll give you some points for recognizing that that's who you are. <laughs> a couple points. I'll give you
1: a couple points. But we we've got a big we've got a big uh, big hill to climb. If if that is your, some people I think make it a call to fame.
0: Like oh, they, absolutely.
1: They, they they
0: use it as a as a as a calling card. There are some people, and I think this is a little crazy. There are some people who would say that our current president is an ego. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I'm wondering how timely
1: this conversation was based on the State of the Union. <laughs> that's right. Uh, he was clapping for himself. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Uh, I've done that, though. I've yeah. clapped for myself.
0: But weren't we all taught that we're <laughs> supposed to be confident in ourselves and have high levels of self-esteem? Well, that's JJ? a big part of today's conversation. Right, is what,
1: what's the difference? What's the difference between confidence and just having an ego and then even taking it another level when you start bringing in the, uh, the N-word, which is narcissist? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know how many people really consider themselves a narcissist.
0: I don't know, but I think we both know some people that we would consider nurses.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we know we know some of the same I'm people. Sure everybody so. listening does. Too. Well, personally, I'm a recovering egomaniac myself. I I grew up with a controlling dad, and that turned uh, that turned me into seeking approval from people around me. I, I know a lot of people that have have been through that, and and I felt like I never had control, and the only way to get it was through self glorification. Uh, later in the show I'll share with you All the warning signs Of a big ego And I probably had All of them uh, We all have ego and, and, and as we know Growing up And going through school And psychology classes Ego is a part of all of us um, But there's a fine line Between it driving you Towards greatness In this world And it being the largest barrier To everything you want To be in this world where is that line? I've met some people extremely far from that line in both directions. Some lack an incredible amount of self-esteem, and they need to they, they just need to search and find that ego. they They need to dig inside and get that ego to come out. Some are just straight- up narcissists. Mm-hmm. Where is that line? Our show today is about finding your true self and giving it to the world the way in which you were designed to give it. Ego can be the greatest wedge between you and your maker. There is nothing God will be more jealous of than not being at the center of attention in your life because you are at the center of attention in your life. Let me say that again. You are the center of attention in your life. And maybe you're also a recovering egomaniac. We'd love to hear from you. Just some questions that we need to answer today. Why do some people have such big egos? What is the difference between a big ego and a strong ego? You just mentioned maybe that's confidence, right? A strong ego is confidence. We need to talk about this. Do we need a strong ego to be successful in today's world? How do you handle people with big egos? How do you get, how do you handle getting over your own big ego? I mean, there's some people that are just like, I just don't know what to do. I just I, people tell me I've got a big ego and I don't know what to do. So call to discuss 804 454 1366 There are people out there that need to hear your story. James, how do you self-assess your ego? Where does the James Muncie Ooh. ego lie on the
0: spectrum of ego? That is uh, that is. You know, I think that the best test to where your ego lies is to ask some very honest friends. Mm. Uh, because I think it's rare that people can really give a an honest assessment of their own ego. I think that uh, with me I'm a very confident person. Yep. Uh, I think that confidence is important. I think that you have to you have to be confident behind yourself. In order for other people to feel that way yeah. about you yeah and i don't think there's anything wrong with that that's that's a great way to put it if you you people
1: will not exceed their level of expectation of you beyond what your own self-expectation is maybe expectation is not the right word but um i i remember going through a certification to be a dale carnegie trainer years ago and the, the, the saying was, if, um, if you want other people to bleed, then you have to hemorrhage with enthusiasm. That's right. right. If you want people to be enthusiastic, you have to go far above and beyond that enthusiasm.
0: And the same thing is with confidence. Yeah. And I've, I've got a friend here who, I mean, read the signature at the bottom of that, of his email. That's how he re- s- sends off on every single email. The quote? Am I yeah. looking at the quote? Mm-hmm.
1: If you don't think you're good, no one else will. Tom Lawn, Syracuse Fire Department, retired. And you know, I love quotes from normal people. Yeah. I don't know who this Tom guy is, but I guarantee he hasn't written a book or anything like that. But
0: you don't, if it's you great. don't think you're good, no. no one else will. No, you're right. And that's ego, right? Yep.
1: You have to, well, you do have to think you're, you do have to be, you have self esteem. You have to have self esteem. You have to think that you're good. You have to believe that you are worthy and things of this nature. Um, where, where I think, uh, I don't think I know because our first question on social media Monday night was, why do some people have such big egos? And it went, ballistic. Mm-hmm. The, the post went ballistic. And the general sense is they're trying to compensate for something. And, and it's, it's interesting to me that most people don't realize this, that when you encounter someone with a large ego and um, maybe they're brash, maybe they're just arrogant, it's not because they have too much confidence. It's truly because they lack so much confidence. And I know that's very difficult. Now, not in their own head. They really believe They are very confident, but at the end of the day, they're missing something in their life Hmm. in order to have to do that. I used the words earlier, self-glorification. So today we're talking about ego. Uh, Why do some people have such big egos? How do you manage people that have such big egos? Maybe you have a success story of how you've been able to accomplish that with someone. We'd love to hear from you. 804-454-1366. When we get back, we'll be talking more about this subject. You're listening to The Great People Show.
0: The Great People Show will be right back. Now back to The Great People
1: Show. All right, everyone. Thank you for uh, uh, being here for The Great People Show. We are broadcasting live in Richmond, Virginia. And if you want to catch us in the studio, you can actually watch us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Show. And, of course, all of our shows are archived for your listening pleasure on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, you name it, we got it. Uh, Also, check us out on the web at greatpeopleshow.com. I don't know, did saying all that stuff just make me feel like you know, I'm the man. Like, I've got this huge ego that I need to tell all the world where I am and who I am and why I am.
0: You're being a real diva, Gosh, then, man. I feel there. so good about
1: myself; it's unbelievable. In fact, can we go? Can we? Can we talk a little bit more about me today? <laughs> Absolutely. Just to get this whole That's ego what,
0: thing. I mean, your name's right here. Is that, is that here. ego right there.
1: I mean, look, look at this, folks. If you're, if you're, if you, if you're seeing us on camera, my, my name is on my shirt. I'm like a mechanic. Like, That's we, right. in, in fact, I make everyone in the studio wear the same shirts too, <laughs> That's right. I mean, with my name on it. It's like you can't even be you. You have to be me.
0: Yeah. You're out of control.
1: I, <laughs> I'm the monster. I'm feed, <laughs> feed the beast, right? <laughs> feed the beast. Uh, today, we're, <clears throat> excuse me. If you haven't figured it out yet, uh, we're talking about ego. That, I mean, that's right. that, that's we're, we're talking about ego, and how do we how do we how do we work with people that have such big egos? And the number two answer that we heard on Facebook is you ignore them and avoid them. But what if they're your spouse? What if your spouse has too big of an ego? What if it's your coworker?
0: What if it's your mom or dad?
1: And you just you can't avoid everybody in yeah. your life that has a big or, ego, or your
0: boss, or your subordinate, or your co-host. Co- I mean what, that would be horrible. I mean, what do you do there? Yep.
1: Um, you just you just deal with it, I guess. I mean, I am. So anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, every, everyone has an ego. It's it's a part of who we are. Um, my personal opinion: the bigger the ego, it's it becomes in proportion to insecurities. Yeah. The the higher the ego level, the more insecurities people have, because if they don't build these massive walls that are painted with their name on it, people will see how insecure they are, or they're afraid people will see their weaknesses or their uh, vulnerabilities, and it's very difficult for me to relate to that, because, dude, I'm an open book. I really don't care what people see about my weaknesses. In fact, I've always, not always, I have probably more recently felt in as an adult, the more I put it out there, the more people will understand it, support me, help me, mm-hmm. coach me.
0: But these people are very uncoachable. Yeah, and, and boy, we're really getting into some psychological stuff today. Let me ask you, so I think that, I, we mentioned Donald Trump earlier, and I think because <laughs> he's a character that that, like him or if you like him or not, we can all agree, I think, that he has a very large ego. Yeah. That ego, in his case, seems to be, as much as anything, what has propelled him to any success totally. that he's realized. I mean, totally. the man is, is, a, is a billionaire. He is president of the United States. He's leader of the free world. And, and he has what many people would say is, is an out-of-control ego. Right. So, I mean, what are your thoughts
1: on that? So, that reminds me of a Facebook comment whenever we talked about ego, Greg Cox, a good friend of mine from Chicago says, it depends on the person making the subjective measurement. I really liked this point of view because just because I think someone has a big ego and you think they have a big ego doesn't necessarily mean they have a big ego. What if someone is so overconfident that we are threatened by them and mm-hmm. we, we label them with a big ego? And I think the whole Trump thing is a great example of that. If you have an affinity towards him, as a person, as a leader, as his policies, then you will justify. He needs it. He has to have it. It's a part of his character. It's a part of his shtick. Whatever you want to say. Well, if you hate the man, and he has quite the quite the group of people that hate him, yep. then you see this as the the biggest problem with him. So it really is that subjective outlook that we have on on someone, whether it be Trump uh, or or the person that we are in a relationship with.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I. So and I know we, we try to avoid politics on the show. I I You're am, doing a great job of it, by the way, I should add. <laughs> we, that's right. I like <laughs> I like Donald Trump. I think that he's doing a good job as president. I think that his ego is probably hurting him. Oh yeah. More than anything, but his ego is also what got him here. Yeah. So I mean it's crazy when when you when you think about it. We're
1: talking about you said earlier we're really getting into some some psychology here. now we're really getting into uh social constructs yeah. of how so- how someone with a big ego, makes it so far in this world. That's right. Like, if you look at big corporations, uh, history, just all the—let's all the uh, let's not call them great, because I don't want to confuse this word with these people, mm-hmm. with the greatness that we talk about on the show. Let's call them uh, world, le- world leaders that have had an impact in this world. Yep. So many of them have had a huge ego. Oh, sure. And there is a level of ego that is necessary to even survive at that level of power in this world. And we've seen multiple cases where that ego has caused Mass death. I mean, it's just it's crazy. And in corporations, I've seen egos destroy companies. Mm -hmm. I know you have. I mean, you've been in the business world for so long. Yes. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's it, it happens all the time because someone gets so convinced that they are right about everything that they're all knowing, they're all powerful. And you know, we're sitting here talking on the show about these big these big egos. Uh, of, of really big powerful people in the world what we what we would like to hear from our audience uh, if you're inclined to call in and, and please do is wh- where have you seen success in handling people's big egos in, yeah. in in managing those egos in in the world because you can't you you cannot live your life avoiding
0: big egos so in your world where you do a lot of coaching with mm-hmm. all different a lot of business leaders, mm-hmm. When you have somebody that you're trying to coach and they have a larger-than-life ego, and I know yep. you've run into that before, mm-hmm. how, what do you say to them, JJ? I mean, well, h- how do you... Do you address it? My personal philosophy is I won't coach them.
1: Okay. Because they're uncoachable. Mm-hmm. I mean, At the end of the day, they're very uncoachable. Somebody's paying money for this person to have a behavior change and a shift in their performance and just a change in their life. And I am not uh, willing to spend my time on earth... Pushing this massive boulder up the hill if someone is going to stand by and watch me do it They have to get behind that boulder and push with me I have I have worked with folks that have confessed that they have too much confidence and needed to work on it And at that point sky's the limit sky's the limit Uh, If someone can't self-analyze they have no external awareness around this stuff I'm not going to say they're hopeless But man, I gotta tell you it's it's probably not going to happen until and you know what you know what normally causes that person to to, to shift. What's that? Rock bottom. Mm-hmm. They get into a divorce. They lose a job. Finally, they get to the bottom of the barrel and they say, "I just don't think I can take this anymore." And 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 you know, I'm a very spiritual guy, and there's a there's a spiritual thread of of God that runs through this show. Um, I've seen that bring people to faith because their ego has pushed so much out of their life. Mm -hmm. There's nothing left but themselves. And then they realize I'm out of energy. I'm out of time. I'm out of emotions. I'm out of people physically get exhausted. And it's only when they're just completely done that they can say, all right, I'm the problem. I'm the common denominator here, guys. I one of my one of my favorite sayings is um, the common denominator between you and all your failed relationships is you, okay? <laughs> and and usually their ego. Um, we just saw a, a comment here on Facebook live uh from Kat. sometimes I'm bad. I try to bring them down by debating their stupidity. Maybe that's my ego at work. It's oh, true. Like yeah. sometimes our ego can can jump into that um that fray. Someone's poor ego Brings out our poor ego.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, people make a lot of jokes. I know I hear it a lot with people. If you've got two people that have really big egos in the room with each other, <laughs> I mean, the jokes fly, right? Because, yep. because they're going to clash, and uh, and it's going to be one trying to uh, trying to trump the other. I actually thought about that when I was preparing for the show.
1: Uh, I've seen people become best friends simply because their egos were enormous. And I, and I thought to myself, is that an example of misery loves company? <laughs> because they just, because they really couldn't survive anywhere else. Yeah. Now, some people will compete. But if you've got two people with just the right kind of big egos, mm-hmm. it's like they are Laurel and Hardy at that point. I haven't used those words in a long time. No, This yeah. guys have been dead for decades. Yeah, the
0: millennials listening have no idea who yeah, you're talking yeah, about.
1: Yeah, they've already tuned out. They, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can't relate to that. Um, but because people, let's and let's just kind of break that down a little bit. People with big egos go outside themselves for self-esteem. They put themselves out there by talking about themselves, by highlighting themselves, by glorifying themselves. So uh, perhaps they see that in that other big ego, that mm-hmm. this other person's giving them glory because they're coming outside themselves looking for glory. It's just, it's it's, it's a love fest of ego.
0: So somebody with, somebody with an ego, they, they need that self-inflation yep. in order to find mm-hmm. happiness?
1: Mm-hmm. And unhe- I wrote this earlier, an, un- an unhealthy ego doesn't see past their own needs and desires. It's kind of like being your own God. Huh. You can do all, you can see all, you can be all. If it is to be, it's up to me. And uh, well, I'd like to just quickly have this conversation before we head to our bottom of the hour break here, how you and I just this week were talking about, we don't want people to see this show as a self-help show. Right. We are not into self-help. This is not about um, personal development because if you jump too far into that stream of water, it is all about you. It is you, 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 you. And the, maybe the antithesis of a big ego is just lack of self-esteem. So people feel like they need to work on themselves right. to bring themselves back up to, to normal. And they get so focused on themselves when what life is really about is how we, how we live and love other people and how we bring these people along. And the more I really thought about this, the more I realized that ego is the biggest wedge of being able to do that because we can't even get people near us if we've got a massive ego. Mm-hmm. And I I talk to people all the time that struggle with this. So today we're talking about how do we handle and manage people with really big egos uh, maybe just maybe you might be listening to the show and saying to yourself, yeah, you know, maybe I feel pretty good about myself. Maybe sometimes too much. And uh, we 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 would appreciate you calling into the show and just talking to us a little bit about how do you manage these egos? Maybe it's people in, in your home. Maybe it's people at work. Maybe it's your own ego. I used to be that guy, but I didn't know it. I didn't
0: realize I had such a big ego. That I was doing it to get attention. Yeah. And when we come back, I want to talk about where that realization came and what you did mm. to turn it around because I think that could really help the listeners yeah. out there today.
1: Yeah. And one one of the things I can just tell you right now is if if you use the words I, me, or my too often, it, it might it might be an ego problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh one of one of the things that I keep a very careful attention to myself on is whenever I'm having a conversation with someone and my coming back with oh me well me well i well what i do who i am right and that's ego right rather than saying tell me more about that Absolutely. why did you do that right that's trying right. to get them to talk more because that's really what life is all about so we want to thank you all for uh, joining in us on the show come on back folks you're listening to the great people show we'll be right back
0: call into the show at 804-454-1366 <laughs> Now back to
1: The Great People Show. Welcome back to The Great People Show. I'm JJ, and this is James. What's up? Thanks for hanging out with us, talking about big egos. So you wanted to talk about something. Let well, it rip. I want you to talk
0: because you— <laughs> Okay, I'm down with that. <laughs> you started—yeah, I know your ego uh, loves that. <laughs> you started Watch out it. the show by saying that you are a recovering egomaniac, yeah. and we've been talking a lot about it. We know there are people listening who know that their egos— are out of control. So in your own journey, JJ, yeah. what what first of all, what caused you to realize that your ego was out of control? Say the, and, and what'd you do to, to turn that corner?
1: I'd say the biggest thing was failure. No, no doubt about it. Was just not being uh, not getting the results that I wanted to in life, thinking. So when I when I let's see, when I left college, I had a job. That's probably when my ego was the most inflamed. Mm-hmm. I had inflamed ego syndrome at IEG. Uh, we would need to find a sponsor that can pay for an ointment for IEG. So we could make a lot of money. Um, so I had inflamed ego... Syn- IES. Where'd I get G from? I don't know. IES. Okay. So I had inflamed ego syndrome, and I really thought I could do anything in, in, in life. Really, literally. I thought I could do anything that I wanted. And I made a lot of horrible mistakes poor decision-making process, and I would fight with people a lot. And it's that fight to be right. And we're not talking Beastie Boys kind of fight, fight for your rights. Mm-hmm. We're talking about fighting just to be right in everything that we do. And I just couldn't live like that anymore because it was so stressful. Like it was, it was riddled with anxiety. And you know what else it was riddled with was anger. Like, I remember specifically having my ego so inflamed one time by a former manager at a corporate function at a golf course that I went home and tossed my stereo across my room. Wow. I was that angry. And it really was because of lack of control and, and ego. And I think when these things start happening in your life, and I was probably 23, 24 at the time, mm-hmm. very immature emotionally. And I, I— the, the turning point for me was partially kind of hitting that rock bottom with relationships and the struggles and just that deep desire to not want to feel this way anymore. And of course, a, a huge element of that was, was realizing who God was and that, it wasn't, that I wasn't alone out here. And I think that's where a lot of people with big egos, they literally feel like they are all by themselves, that they are just that big. In their own minds. That's interesting. It, that they are, they are the center of that universe. And, you know, it's a cliche. Oh, he thinks that he's at the center of the universe. Well, I, th- I really believe that they think they're at the center of the universe and we're just planets revolving around them. Mm-hmm. And then you get into a relationship with that person and then, and then they, you have, they feel like you should be doing their bidding and whatnot. And this is where so many things in life starts to break down. So, I mean, that's my personal story and and i can't really i don't think pin it to a day mm-hmm. it was, it's it's an evolution okay i think i think there was a couple revolutions in my own life <laughs> that turned into to evolutions um, i found a great list on lifeadvancer.com about how big egos can ruin your life uh, it makes you unkind uh, it's, it's 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 i have met people with big egos that are very kind and it is a little weird you can you almost feel like they're they're forcing themselves to be kind mm-hmm. Because they can't quite get over that that that, e- that big ego
0: sitting in front yeah. of them, but they're trying to be kind, or at the very least, it makes them appear unkind. I think. Yes, it's, you know, it's I hard mean, to
1: look self-serving and kind.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Uh, it repels people.
0: No doubt. We talked about that's, that. That's, I think the that's biggest that's
1: one. that's the biggest one. If you have a revolving door, if you know someone that has a revolving door of friends and relationships, might be you. Just mm-hmm. just saying. Uh, A big ego can also stop growth. And I think that's also where I, kind of back to my story that you asked me about, I think that's where I felt that ego settling and saying, I'm not growing here. Things aren't happening the way that I want them to happen. Uh, You become irrational. You can also get too competitive, like... You're always right. You always want to be the best, which is is okay in moderation. But if you're rolling over people to do that, then there's a problem. Uh, You can also get too critical. That's also been a challenge that I've had, a big, big challenge in my life. And what really flipped the switch on that was getting married and getting called out often and then having kids in really changing my own behavior around being too critical. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be critical of my children. I, and I and I am very conscious about making sure I don't say things that come across as being critical. Uh, and we're not talking about constructive criticism because you have to be an adult to understand what constructive criticism is. Right. Kids don't understand what constructive
0: criticism is. To them, it's just criticism. True. I think that you shouldn't... Con- there are multiple reasons why people can be too critical. It can certainly be your ego. It can also be a level of self expectation that is so mm-hmm. high that you project that on others, which is a problem that I have. Really? Yes, absolutely. Oh well, I
1: say I act surprised here, but and, uh, I guess I'm surprised you just you just shared that. But I'm glad you did because I've seen that in you. Like you, 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 and I, and, and I. That's one of the things that actually. I enjoy about you being a co-host here is because you also have that expectation of the show. Like mm-hmm. you we share vision of quality and vision of size and vision of of just
0: growth. S- growth. Yeah. yeah. We do. And uh, but but it's not always a good thing when it, people who are highly critical of themselves mm-hmm. which I am tend to be highly critical of others as well which can cause some of these other symptoms where you can sometimes push people away it's 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 not a good thing.
1: Is that in your Self-criticism in your head, or does it actually come out of your mouth and, and, and land on,
0: on ears? Of my, my self-criticism? No, criticism of others. Uh, I, will, I generally talk with other people about my criticism of, uh, <laughs> of people, but I don't mind having Gossip. the tough conversations. <laughs> I had a difficult conversation uh, with someone just the other day, uh, which I didn't think was out of line. But it's tough, JJ, because, mm-hmm. because we tend to expect from others the same level of what we mm-hmm. expect from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just except unless you have a big ego, then you want everyone
1: just to be a few notches below you, because you don't want competition.
0: So there's the difference. That's good. So yeah. there's the difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: say people, that again. People with big egos don't want people to rise to their level because it's too competitive for them. They're always trying to keep a couple rungs above everyone else. So that competition isn't about trying to raise, you know, raising water, uh, rising waters raises all boats. Not in their opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, their boat has to be the highest. So a lot of people. End up keeping other people down. It's funny this this other list here: signs of too big of an ego. Nothing's ever good enough. I've fallen into that, and mm-hmm. it just sounds. And it sounds like maybe maybe, oh, maybe you have too. It's like time. it can always be better. It can. Big time. And you may have heard the saying: "Good is the enemy of great. Perfect is the enemy to great." That came yes. from Jim Collins' book "Good to Great."
0: I've I have a good friend who often likes to say, uh, "Don't let the perfect get in the way of the good." Yeah, yeah. He says that all the time.
1: Absolutely. Um, Something that we just talked about, another sign of too big of an ego, not liking others' success, jealousy. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people, with when they get jealous, their ego comes out. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Ugly coming out. Always focusing on yourself. We heard from um, Nicole, who with, is with a Ginger Kid, mm-hmm. uh, a sponsor of the show. She said on Facebook, they crave self-importance, demand it to fill a void. And that void often is success, fulfillment, love, whatever it is that you feel like you might be missing. And then she went on to say, however, you can't fill a void with emptiness, so it's never satisfied. It's a nasty cycle that people with big egos get into. Thus, they're always searching, baiting. I really like that word that she used. Egomaniacs bait people. And what do they bait bait people for?
0: Compliments. Mm -hmm. They go fishing. We all know the people that like to get on certain social media and go fishing <laughs> for compliments. Hasn't Facebook
1: just completely opened up people's streams of fishing for compliments? <laughs> or fishing for, had a horrible day today. They're just looking for people to compliment. Don't worry, baby girl, it'll be okay. That's right. They're, look, they're just looking for someone to reach out to them, to give them a little heart, give them a little clap, just give them a little something, something,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, feel, I really feel bad for those people. When, I, when mm. I see that, because there's, mm-hmm. there's, obviously, there's more going on there. Yeah. Yeah, that, that
1: is, that is a, a reaction that I've, I actually do have sadness for people. Yeah.
0: When I, when I meet
1: people with ego, um, I don't let them frustrate me. I don't let them get me angry. I don't get emotionally put off or wrapped up around the ego. I literally kind of obtain a feeling of sorrow for someone. Yes. When they have so much outward ego, because I know... I know what they are going through inside and that is just painful it's it just it's just It's just painful for that So today we're talking about egos And how do you manage people with egos Perhaps you're in a situation Where you'd like to manage your own ego A little bit better Call and be a part of the show To share some success stories Around managing other people's egos 804-454-1366 And when we come back We'll talk a little bit about Maybe how to keep your ego in check Or other people's ego in check We're going to give you some tools So come on back folks You're listening to The Great People Show (laughs)
0: The Great People Show we will be right back. Now back to The Great People Show.
1: All right, everyone. Welcome back to The Great People Show. We are talking about, um, well, actually, we're kind of talking about a lot of things today. We We are. Technically talking about ego, but it's it's a complicated subject for all of us. James, you and I were talking at break about this whole uh, fishing for compliments thing. Mm.
0: What was your opinion on that? So I was saying that, that, Much like we were talking about the criticism can be for different reasons. Somebody's fishing for compliments, I think, can be from one extreme or or another. It could be somebody who has a very high ego and they just they need that ego is hungry and it it needs to Mm -hmm. constantly eat. And those compliments just feed that ego. Yeah. And 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 feed that high self-esteem and high self-importance. And then it can also be for the polar opposite, for somebody who has extremely low self-esteem somebody who has extremely low self-importance who who need those compliments just to give them some level of self-worth. And mm-hmm. I think we all know people that do it for both of those reasons. And it kind of turns into the same
1: thing at the end of the day. Yes, absolutely. Overcompensating for what I would th- seem, wh- what I would believe are false realities. Mm-hmm. Just false realities in your life. The the person that has the huge ego, that has low self-esteem, there's a lot more to your, to your worth than you think. And then the person that has such low self-esteem, they become self-deprecating, right? Uh, they say things like, "No, that's that'll never happen for me." Just their language is so negative. And one of the one of the languages, I would t- just tell a quick story here. I went on on a mission trip several years ago. It was really strange that this happened on a mission trip, but we were in Moscow, and one of the guys on the mission trip, I would I would label him a know-it-all. I, that, would, that would be my label for him is a know-it-all, and, and I can prove that because no matter what you would say to him, no matter what the conversation was, no matter what was happening, his response was always the same. I know. Hmm. So, you say, wow, it's kind of chilly in here. I know. <laughs> or you couldn't even really have a conversation with him because the only thing he would say is, I know. And finally, another guy on the trip just couldn't take it anymore. Wow. And we were at this bizarre, this world bizarre kind of thing in Moscow, Like, there's just vendors everywhere. The guy was trying to talk to him in broken English, and he kept saying, I know. (laughs) And a friend of ours said, do you? You really know. You know exactly what he's saying right now. Do you really? What does he know? Like, he couldn't take it anymore. He just lost it. And I thought it was kind of funny because someone finally spoke up to the know-it-all. Yeah. And I thought this was such a powerful concept that we should make a separate Facebook and social media. Like, how do you handle the know-it-all Whenever their response is no matter what is I know, and it really it's funny because a lot of the answers came out to being some of the same answers with someone that is uh, that you're managing a big ego with. I yeah. think I think it's I think it's the same thing, and a few of those are control your impulses. Like my impulse with the know it all is actually just to get away from them, and that's what most people said. I, I just I just got to get away from that person. Yeah. I just can't. I just literally can't stand being around that person. Um, some people said feed into them. Just feed into them. Just give them more knowledge. Hey, if you know-it-all, let me feed you something that, and just make you feel good about being a know-it-all. Um, don't let them seek attention and don't let them um, always keep coming back for more and more and more. Uh, my biggest one on this list is hear them out. Just, oh, really? Tell me more about that. Just tell me more about that. Just but, talk, man.
0: But JJ, I can't, I I can't you take can't. it. I can't I take can't. it. I know you, can't. and I know a lot of our listeners feel the same way. Yeah, can't take it. I, 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 maybe I gamified a little bit. Uh-huh.
1: I mean, just just a smidgen. It's like, oh, okay, oh yeah, really, wow. So you've been there. <laughs> so you went. Oh, wow, tell me more about that, right? I mean, I don't, I'm not challenging them. I'm not. You know, I don't turn into the
0: Jeopardy over here, but I just let them talk it out and and get it out of their system. So none of the none of the things you just said, none of the different ways to deal with it, none of them was to nicely call them out on it yeah. and try to help them. Now yeah. why 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 is that not why is that not on your list?
1: I and this is this doesn't apply to everything in my life, but I'm a firm believer of not trying to help people that don't want my help. It okay. goes back to what we just said earlier. I could never coach someone that doesn't want coaching. It just it's a waste of time, it's a waste of energy. Why would I do that? Most people get into a battle of wits with, with know-it-alls. They, they try to call them out on it. And especially if you're in a really long-term, deep relationship with someone. I guess- you can't take
0: it anymore. And, and I get that. I guess that what I'm, what I'm saying is that you and I, we're, we're friends and, and maybe friends <laughs> are different than acquaintances. <laughs> yes. But if, uh, if you have a friend or even an acquaintance or somebody that works with you, and let's say they're this know-it-all, they're this know-it-all person- yeah. I mean, personally, I'd like to know. I would like somebody to sit down with me and say, James, everybody who works with you or knows you thinks that you are an absolute know-it-all and you drive people crazy. I would like to have that feedback.
1: There, there are two kinds of know-it-alls in the work. There are the ones that, that come across as a know-it-all and don't. And then there's the ones that really do crawl up my spine, which are the know-it-alls that do, okay? <laughs> uh-huh. I, 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 and, and I've met both sides of that know-it-all. I've met the know-it-alls that know it all, and they want everyone to know that they know it all. And I've met some really smart people that truly know it all, and you can kind of tell they just kind of keep it, keep it under control, keep it yeah. under wraps. They don't have to, to, to flaunt it. And nothing irritates me more than the person that knows it all and comes across as a know-it-all. Like, where do, where do you go with that person? Where do you
0: go with them? They know it all. You, They're you, right. You introduce them to the word humble. How do you do that, though? With a With a direct conversation. With a, I want to help you. Well, see, you you do you are an, you 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 are
1: one of those guys that knows it all, but doesn't actually flaunt it. So you have like ammunition. Like I see you with like ammunition of knowledge that you could really go toe to toe with a know it all <laughs> if you wanted to. I don't know and come out victorious by showing them how they don't really know it all. Me, I, I don't know if I've got all that ammunition in my back pocket to to battle a know it all and make them humble. Or you need to
0: raise your ego a little bit, JJ. I well, think, I think you do. You do have to pick your battles in this world. <laughs> I
1: just, I, I just. Not that I'm giving up on that person. Right. I just, I, I feel like one of my gifts now at the age I'm at and the profession I'm in and being a coach and in these, these things is I know how to read people. Mm-hmm. I, I know where there's, at this point in, in our lives, there's no opportunity for me to really help that person. There's, there's nothing that's going to enable me to make that person be a little bit more humble. Okay. Uh, now, when there is, uh, just maybe an air of, I don't know, connection, that allows me to push that person just a little bit,
0: uh, I still won't directly go after the know-it-all thing. Right. So with about five minutes left, we promised that people who went into break that we were going to give them some tips on how to deal with some of these people yep. that have out-of-control egos. So so what what can we do to help these people?
1: Well, I think you have to set if maybe two sides of this equation. What if you have the ego? What if you're dealing with someone with the ego? Uh, if you have the ego, you... Uh, you have to set realistic goals for yourself because I think some people have unrealistic goals that forces them to, to initiate a huge ego.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I need to go get this and I need to go do it at, at all costs. And if you're on the other side of it, you need to manage your expectations of that person. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we want to battle the person with a big ego. As, as Kat said earlier on Facebook Live is because we have a big ego. And don't, don't have such a high expectation of someone that you feel they should be someone else. It's a part of who they are it may not be good you may not like it but you know at some point we just have to get over it and not that you stop listening to that person but you do have to decide how much emotional energy you're going to put towards someone with a big ego um, and I mentioned this earlier I think you really need to hear others out you just need to let the windbag try to go a little empty. I don't try to get a word in edgewise. I don't battle with them. I just let them talk-y, talk, 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 mm-hmm. talk. Because that's typically what people with really big egos like to do. They just like to bloviate. Sometimes there's never an end to that air in the bag. <laughs> and just the circumstances of the situation you're in, make it come to a close. Uh, I, I feel if you are a good listener and you ask great questions and you really live in the moment with an ego maniac, they'll actually come out giving you a compliment. <laughs> oh,
0: they'll love you. <laughs> they'll love me? you. They're gonna love you. You're gonna be their new best friend.
1: Yeah, and they'll start telling that's actually probably a dangerous side of this. They'll start telling people that you're you're their new best friend. Yeah. And it's probably not the best association
0: that you want. Because you're giving them what they need. You're yeah. Giving, I mean, with uh, somebody with an ego like that, they want an audience, man. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that whole Facebook, fishing mm-hmm. for compliments. They will seek it out wherever they can get it. And we all know people who are like that.
1: And you have to control your impulses around these people because mm-hmm. this ego thing is very emotional. It's emotional for them and it can be emotional for you. Uh, it. I do get irritated. I'm not going to lie. When, and I'm out I'm at networking and business events a lot. I'm on boards. Uh, there's... Uh, I, I found an ego in my neighborhood the other day That I just surprisingly stumbled and ran in Literally, I ran into this ego And I'm like, dude, seriously It's not that big a deal It's it's okay But apparently I treaded on their ego You know, I just, I was trespassing I got caught trespassing on someone's ego And all I was doing was just ask a simple question well, Why do you feel that way? Apparently I threatened their point of view on something Oh, man, it's all, It's all good, man but my what was my impulse? No, dude, we're gonna go and we're gonna get a, an arena put up in the middle of the neighborhood, and we're gonna we're gonna put this on pay per view, and I'm gonna whoop you, right? That was that <laughs> that was that that mental battle that you want to go through with someone with a huge ego, and you just can't let your impulses take over like that.
0: You can't let your ego right. take over because that's exactly what that would have been. Yep, your ego. Yep, stepping in, but you kept it in check. Totally. Well, I eventually kept it
1: in check. I I. I I trespassed pretty deeply. I, I didn't even realize how bad I was trespassing until I got pretty far into it. And I'm like, whoa, okay. All right, let me just kind of start back. It's, like, it's kind of like walking in the woods and running into a bear. Yeah. I don't need this today. I'm gonna start walking slowly
0: back. I mean, because we all have some sort of an ego at some level that needs to be, that needs to be fed. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. driving down the street, let, let's, let's really take this to a, a basic situation. Okay. If you're driving down the street and somebody cuts you off, it's your ego that makes you want to push on that oh, horn. Yeah. I mean, honking at all them the is time. not going to resolve the situation. It just makes you feel better. It cures. I don't even know how to put that into words. We all know that feeling. We've all experienced it.
1: I came into this show thinking at the age of 43, I'd finally got my ego under control. And now thanks to all these examples you keep coming <laughs> up with, I realized I've got a lot of work to do. We all do. I'm, I'm not, I didn't let someone over on 288 today because of my ego. But I have a problem with someone turning their turn signal on and trying to squeeze a car into a half a car spot. I didn't appreciate going seventy that, by the miles way. an hour. No, you're, if you if it was you, you would have just <laughs> taken your monster truck and rolled right on top of us. You know, another one, just party. Maybe call this parting comments. The ego is is centered on seeking attention. As we heard from Nicole on Facebook, it's about filling a void in our lives. And you know what voids you have. You know what you're missing. You know what you don't have but you want that are emotional, whether it's love or attention or um, presence or importance, that you have to be so careful about letting these things overpower your personality to the point where you're now coming across to people as someone that is not you. This isn't who you really are. And in a way, by letting the ego rule, you are depriving people around you from being able to get the real you. And at the same time, you're miserable. These things go hand in hand. That, as James said earlier, it is about humbling ourselves, about trying to take ourselves out of the equation. And really, once we take ourselves out of the equation, the only thing left are other people around us and our creator. And it is one of the most beautiful places to be in your life. Mm. And that's what I challenge our audience to really seek in this world. So, James, thanks for for uh, being back here in the studio with me. I, I enjoy being home, man. It's always, it, there's it no place good. like home. It feels good. Greatpeopleshow.com is where you can check us out anytime you'd like. Uh, get us on Apple Podcasts, Great People Show. Uh, Facebook.com slash Great People Show. We, we, we love our audience. We wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for our audience. That's right. You propel our egos, folks. You feed us. We could not have great people egos if it wasn't for our audience. <laughs> so just thanks, thanks, everyone, for being here and being a part of this, this mission and this
0: movement. Absolutely. And, uh, and also, if you're driving, most of all, we're on the radio. 97.7 FM. Right 8 here in Richmond, Virginia. The answer. We, aren't, we, we don't have the
1: answers, but our show is the answer. We're trying to find them together. Your guide to greatness. Thanks, folks.
0: Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m.